This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. So what we think happens is that over time, there are a number of cues in your environment. And when I say cues, it could be anything from a billboard showing you a milkshake to um, sitting on the couch at 10 o'clock every night having a brownie, um, to, <laughs> to your neighbor bringing you dinner because you're sick, um, could be work parties, could be walking past a candy bowl. Um, so cues can be visual, they can be smell, they can be emotional, they can be time, they can be all those things. And, and, and you know, when you say a cue, to me that's um, something that was almost trained. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what we think happens, is that these two areas of the brain become hypersensitized in people that are vulnerable. So not all Americans are vulnerable, but there are people that are vulnerable to this and that over time these cues become associated with food. So that your brain becomes what we call hypersensitized, these dopamine areas, and it starts to grab your attention and makes you want it. I think all of us in high school may have heard about Pavlov. Uh-huh. The bell yep. rings, the dog salivates. Yep, exactly. Uh, it, that's, that's what you're talking about. Yes. That it's Associative conditioning, Pavlovian conditioning. So um, I think about how when I was a kid growing up, my mother's going to kill me, but when I was a kid growing up, um, at the, if I did a good job with dinner, I could have the reward, mm-hmm. which was dessert. Mm-hmm. And it was ice cream or it was chocolate or it was something, you know, sugary. Mm-hmm. And so I started to think of that as the reward mm-hmm. for doing well. And to this day, I love having chocolate, you know, at the end of the, and, and, and even at the end of my busy clinic day, I'm my, my, I got a piece of chocolate waiting for me because I love having a little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. I mean, have I been conditioned? You for, have. So the, the, all of us, I think, have at least some of that that goes on. Well, exactly. But it's where it creates a physiological difficulty and emotional difficulty that it becomes problematic. So I think almost everybody, except for a few exceptions, overeats at some level. Um, And so all of us do it, and all of us have had cue-induced learning in so many words, and all of our brains have some sensitization. It's just people that fall in the more extreme areas tend to eat when they're not physically hungry. And then there's another piece to this, if I can add, that some people say that they feel hungry all the time. And I often wonder if that's this kind of arousal that occurs when you see the cues that happens to them all the time. So they feel hungry, but they're not physically hungry. They just want food. Um, not to throw one company under the bus, but it's so <laughs> ubiquitous. I, I think I drive by the Golden Arches. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 the Golden Arches themselves eventually become a cue. Yep. Uh, and so they, they, they've, you've been trained since you were a little kid. You can you see the arches, you start smelling hamburgers and french fries. Even talking about this makes me think about their french fries and their chocolate milkshake, which is what I had as a kid. Yeah. I can still remember that taste. So, so, so it's worked. I mean, they're, they're, they're in, if I am working for those companies, mm-hmm. I am intentionally trying to create those cues. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's how you sell product. And, and we understand that uh, as part of it. So, um, so people get cues, and it can be all sorts of different cues from... Uh, a jingle. It could be uh, a, a workplace area. Mm-hmm. What about the, the the emotional part of it, where, where I'm stressed, I'm sad, mm-hmm. I eat? How does that fit into this as a cue? 
So there's actually a relatively large body of literature of the relationship of stress, overeating, and obesity. And I know that on other shows they've kind of discussed some of that, so I won't go too far into it, but essentially the stress system and cortisol system creates the same kind of arousal. Um, the thing that you're describing, if we were to talk about Q reactivity, it means that when you feel stressed, you eat. And so anytime you feel stressed, you have this urge to eat, even though you're not physically hungry. And again, I can use the couch example. You know, if you sit on the couch every night and eat a brownie at 10 o'clock and watch the news, the news becomes a cue, your couch becomes a cue, and the time 10 o'clock becomes a cue. Huh. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.